0: Yesterday I did gucci so and today fanny so it's hot hey it's nikki jensen and brie picconi and we're late Late to the the party party, a weekly podcast about film fashion and pop culture from two best friends mentally surfing some waves in 2002 yeah we're charging that pipe if you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) Bra. Bra. (laughs) in loose. Surf's up. Yeah. Yeah. So today we are talking about Blue Crush, which is a 2002 surf film mm-hmm. starring Kate Bosworth and Michelle Rodriguez, Um, which I've never seen before ever? yesterday. Wait a minute. I, okay. We do have a story yeah. that we saw like the first 10 minutes of Blue Crush, yes. but besides that, I'd never seen it. Wait a minute. What about, I thought we, okay, I remember being like seven, maybe eight at mm-hmm. a mutual friend's birthday party, like a sleepover situation. And I could have sworn we all watched Blue Crush. I I don't remember this. You don't remember this? No. And there was like a pizza party. I mean, I remember parties at her house, but I don't remember watching Blue Crush. I feel like they mm-hmm. wouldn't. Because it, we, growing up, we hung out with a lot of, like, goody two-shoes Christian girls. Yeah. I don't think. They were We I saw... That's where I saw it. I have seen Blue Crush. But that said, it's been, like, a lot of years. Like, a lot of times... <laughs> 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. Literally, until that one time we started watching it and saw the 10 minutes. Well, yeah. Okay. Can we rewind for a second? Yeah. Our story with Blue Crush. But also, before we get into Blue Crush... Can we just talk about what we just experienced today? Oh, yeah. That's right. In our Lord and Savior 2023. Yeah, in the here and now. Oh, my God. So we're recording this like mid-afternoon. We recorded this morning. We're doing a twofer. Yep. We decided to take a walk, a little jaunt downtown. Yeah. Get ourselves some sandwiches. Yeah. And we... We're just going to walk like our normal route. And all of a sudden, I, re- I know I started noticing. Like, OK, we'll start like for one, Hawthorne Heights was playing at the m- playing a show at the movie theater last night. And like someone was like, Nikki, you want to see it? And I said, no, I don't want to see a bunch of sad elder millennial like elder emos. Yeah, not a vibe. Yeah, it's just not a vibe. Like, I don't I don't even know a song by them except maybe like two. And anyways, so we start seeing like people maybe in their 30s, maybe in their 40s, lots of tattoos, like they're like pale chicks mm-hmm. coming the out palest. of the woodwork, like they've never seen the sun in their lives, like people with, I don't know, like Hot Topic shirts, but not yeah. like cute from 2000, like the 2000s, like now- Like, Hot Topic shirts? Do people still shop at Hot Topic? I don't know. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, they had those, like, graphic tank tops. Yeah. That were, like, pizza. Or, I don't know, I'm a cat. You know, like, those, like, kitschy shirts? Not, like, your slut shirt. Like, your Shrek slut shirt that you're wearing. That (laughs) is cool. You can't find that at Hot Topic. Yeah. But... But we were very confused. We did not know where we were. There were also like flags that said something about being for lovers. And I'm like, lover, like, what does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. It was very confusing because there was like emblems on these flags that just popped up overnight. And I was like, what What are What's these going flags? on? Yeah. So we just start walking and then there a crowd develops. And then I hear someone behind us go for lovers, like Ohio for lovers. And I it dawned on me. What was going on. Mm. So we accidentally walked into a music fest. It was like 303 red jumpsuit apparatus. Yeah. Like Bayside. (laughs) Hawthorne Heights. Yeah. We said we got to turn back around. We did. Well, we were going to sneak in because we know the back like route. The local way. And that we try. Like we we attempted to do that. And then I kind of got cold feet because I really didn't want to see 303. Yeah. I had, like, no desire. So. Yeah. I I feel like it would just be, like, depressing to see them now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just depressing to see, like, old emos just reliving their youth. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get people, like, at any age should be able to have fun. But there is something really, like, weird to me about that whole Trend. Are they going to sing Don't Trust a Ho"? by the way? Oh, man. Like, I mean, what is that going to be like? Just blaring out in the streets because where we live. We could hear it, actually, from we where could, we are. That'd be cool. So in the background, like, disclaimer, if you start hearing, like, some 303 in the background. Yeah. It's, it's just because it's a music festival going on right now. You're welcome. But I said, no, no, we got to record Blue Crush. Yeah. We got to get home and we got to record Blue Crush. Hmm here we are here we are crushing um. it yes hopefully fingers crossed yeah um so wait is so is this your first time watching blue crush yes wow i'd never seen it i i remember it coming out it came out in august of 2002 a big summer for me mm-hmm. especially at the movies Around this time, I know what I was seeing. What were you seeing? I was probably seeing my big fat Greek wedding for the fifth time. I was probably seeing Austin Powers Gold Member. I might have been seeing Master of Disguise. Mm. Um, Shrek? No, that was two thousand one, <laughs> wasn't? Probably watching Shrek on VHS though, or DVD. Yeah. But yeah, like two thousand two, the summer of two thousand two. Such a big year. Yeah, there was a lot movies. going on. For yeah. And signs came out the same weekend as Blue Crush. So the Aliens, right? Yeah, the M night Shyamalot. Which now we Shyamalan. know they're real. <laughs> never doubted it. Yeah. Well, we saw Spice World. We know they're real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I've never seen it. I, I was aware of the marketing. Yes. I remember it being like a really big deal. And I remember seeing it at the sleepover. And I guess you weren't there. In my mind, you were. But I guess for some reason, no. Maybe you had already... I had already moved. Maybe you had already moved? I moved in the summer of 2002. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was then. Well, I just remember it was a big deal, but I don't remember paying attention. But this time, I feel like I have a lot to say. Like... Yeah. The way this movie's filmed is very interesting. Like... Also, if you just watch the first 10 minutes, you're going to be like, really like, what is going on? Because you can't, it's like a bad acid trip. And then it's like, you can barely see anything that goes on for like the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, it's the expectations versus reality. Uh, like about a year ago, we put on Blue Crush. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, the first, you know, 10 minutes, maybe five minutes, it is like a weird acid trip or it looks like. Honestly, it looks like a student film. <laughs> yeah. Like a good it's student film. It's kind of film. artsy. Like, I kind of like that about it. Yeah. It just has like an... Like, um... What is that painting called? Like, the when, when oil mixes with, like, puddle water. It's like dark... It's like almost like a... Is it... It's not Monet. Uh, is it like... Um, I think I know what you're talking about. It looks like a fog, almost. Like, like an oil... Not oil paintings, but like an oil spill kind of...
1: Do you know it's what like I mean? Hazy?
0: like hazy. Hazy, like that weird kind of like um that certain effect that was like on windows as a kid mm, yeah yeah just very artsy and we really like, turned it off we were like what is this they yeah, were like because my expectations not knowing anything about this movie except seeing the previews is i thought it was just kate bosworth and michelle rodriguez and girls and bikinis surfing having a good time yeah having the best time all the time. Like, I thought it was, like, Our Lips Are Sealed. Yeah, I thought it would be, like, a really fun romp. It's actually quite serious. It's I felt like Roger Ebert, yeah, who gave it a thumbs up, a, a glowing review, and was like, you think this is just going to be, like, a a girl movie in bikinis, and then it becomes more than that. And right. I, I felt that in my core. Same. Also, like, when we think of surfing culture, because, like, in his review, he made a good point about, like, you know, you think of the Beach Boys, like, surfing's all fun and whatever, but you don't think of, like, competitive surfing that hard, or especially, like, women's competitive surfing, like, I don't know, this movie, I feel like there's, like, a lot that goes on. It's kind of an inspiration. I feel like it might be underrated. I think so. I really enjoyed this movie. It had, like, surprisingly a lot of action as well, or at least the waves. Like, I thought it might be... Boring or something because we had only watched those 10 minutes and I was very confused. But it all made sense once you watch it through the end about why it was all like that. You know, it's going to be a little bit of a funky time because the soundtrack, it has this like interesting remix of Cruel Summer. Yes. It has Rockstar by N.E.R.D. So, you know, the vibes. And then it has Youth of a Nation by P.O.D. So we're we're in 2002. We are. And we're getting funky. Like, that's just what it sets up, I think, in the beginning. There's also a lot of like montages and time lapse. So you it feels like so much is like happening, you know? All the time. I I enjoy it. I'm not familiar with this director. Yeah. But I dig it. Same. Apparently he was like a surfer too. Like, so mm-hmm. he had that perspective, which I think probably helped. Yeah, definitely. I know Kate Bosworth has talked about really campaigning for this role and like hoping she like she just really wanted this role and she was asked about about that whole idea that it might just be girls in bikinis surfing and she was like i'm not worried about that because the director like he is a surfer he doesn't view things like that yeah because i guess when you're in it like surf culture is way different than i think we on the outside must think of it right it's funny because like i grew up in a place that there is a surf culture yeah, on the Outer Banks, but I know way more about skate culture, to be honest. I don't know anything about surf culture. Yeah. Well, there's like a bit of a skate culture out here, I think. But there's also not, yeah. there's no like crazy pipeline out here. Like it's just waves. It's, it's not- like not Hawaii. I mean, I know there's surf competitions. Yeah. Because, you know, growing up in on the Outer Banks in Virginia Beach, yeah, you know, I've been both. There, there is a surf culture and there are surf competitions that happen here and like the people that are in it are in it yeah we're just not in it we're not in it yeah i know i feel like um i was expecting this movie to be like um like that mary kate nashley movie that we like yeah, we yeah, our our lips are sealed. Sealed. yeah. but no <laughs> i mean see it could have been and I, I could have been happy with that but i agree with you the the surfing in this film because they use a lot of pro surfers. Yeah. There in in, you know, with Shell Rodriguez and Kate Bosworth did a lot of training. Yes. The, there is this cool aspect where you were talking about not getting bored during like those surf scenes. Because it you can tell someone's like really surfing and it's yes. a pro surfer surfing is kind of different than seeing just like a stunt double surfing. Yeah. Also the way it was filmed, like some of my favorite shots are like when it comes like it's almost like a 360 shot of like the surfers like there's this one shot of like Kate going in and out it's like you see from behind the wave and you're like how in the world do they do this did you see any of like the behind the scenes like how they filmed it a little bit yeah they're like on the. there's like people on surfboards. there's like the cameras taped to the surfboard someone's on jet skis but they're like there's people in the water, like, holding the camera up above their heads. Somehow, I don't know how, because the waves are, like, crashing. Like, how are you going to hold... You know that camera had to be heavy. Oh, yeah. I uh, don't know. They were... It was filmed at... Was it filmed in Hawaii? I think it was Oahu. So, mm. not... I think it was, like, a place that was... Off, like, not the actual pipeline, but or, but something close. But same geography situation. Yeah. Like, at least in Hawaii? Yeah. At least in Hawaii. Yeah. That's awesome. Because they had... um. They mix the actors with, like, local people as well and cast them. And, which is also cool. The authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the this film is, is so interesting because, well, can we, well, first let's talk about the plot. So, like, it is based on Susan Orlean's 1998 outside magazine article, Life's Swell. And, they you know, just, like, a typical magazine article. Like, nothing... To really write home about, but I can understand how someone would—the way she describes the culture and mm. girls surf and girls and surfing and surf culture—I can understand how someone would be like, "Yeah, this is a movie idea." Yes, wasn't there? There was like an up uh, uptick. In like female surfers after this movie as well. Really? Yeah. I remember like growing up. Do you remember the was it Bethany Hamilton? Yes. Okay. Yes. You know what? I thought this movie was gonna <laughs> be about that, and I kept waiting the entire movie for the shark bite. No. I got confused because it was like one year later. Like this movie came out in 2002, and then in 2003 is when I think she got her arm bit off by a shark. Man. But I was wait I totally got this movie wrong Nick. I my expectation was the shark is going to get her cuz they do all those underwater shots where her legs are like this. <laughs> and because it started off as such an acid trip and really like dark, I thought it was going to be a horror like film for like the longest time and even up until the last minute of the film like at the competition I'm like when's it going to happen? And then I felt really dumb after I read like <laughs> no no. So Kate Bosworth's character anne Marie her her journey is not of one of Bethany Hamilton. She just almost drowned. So now she's having some PTSD. It's still scary, though. They do, they make the waves look kind of scary. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, being at the beach a lot as a kid and being just like, knocked the wind out of me by waves. Like, it, it does scare me. Like, I do have a fear of the ocean. So it's funny that this movie, you know, watching it, and she does have this fear yeah and i think they like it's portrayed really well do you do like tense up like yeah yeah no i like i don't know i thought that was a really relatable aspect of the film that she's just like she's gonna do it but she's a little a little apprehensive yeah i yeah that makes sense so how would you describe the plot of Blue crush it's four girlies three three uh young adults and one tween uh i don't know i guess they're just kind of like live together and brie you surf. know you can google apply <laughs> you don't have to like put this pressure on yourself you have to be like and that one Anne marie makes sandwiches with mayo on it <laughs> and then she meets Hunter, warning to the war. Like, Don't ask me Warner to make the plot. the third. And then... Um, okay, well, here it is. It's very simple. You ready? Ready. As a hardcore surfer girl prepares for a big competition, she finds herself falling for a football player. That's it. Nothing else happens. No. Very cut and dry, that, that synopsis there. Basically. I think... I think that sums it up. I mean, okay, they do leave out that the main character, Anne-Marie, she is gearing up to have this big surf competition yeah, where she has a good chance of winning. Yes. And she does meet Pooh Bear from (laughs) Legally Blonde. Uh Uh-huh. And they do spark up a romance. Yes. And they wear a lot of bikinis. They do. Yeah. I like your plot better. Thank you. I am kind of when I hear football player, I'm kind of like, that's it. That's lame. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he is a football player. It, is, yeah, he is, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like the plot, like this just sells it short a bit. Yes. this is a very accurate description of like a a pro athlete mm-hmm. because they meet. So Anne-Marie meets same as Matt on in the movie. Yes, Matt or Hunter or no not Hunter no it's Matt the actor's name is Matthew as well like Matthew Davis right Yeah. who plays Warner Warner yeah in Legally Blonde yeah okay so confusing (laughs) I know (laughs) it should it should be less confusing because his name is Matt in real life too but anyways just seems too easy it does just like the the plot (laughs) it does yeah it is a very simple plot but the way they, like, Matthew Davis portrays Matt and the way they showed them falling in love, mm-hmm. it is just like these athletes are staying at this hotel. Yeah. And and it never really, like, he talks about football, but not in a very stereotypical, like. It's not annoying. He's not a caricature. He just mentions it sometimes. Unlike his <laughs> Yeah. Like, he's, like, low-key. He's, like, a real person to me. I think that was a a cool aspect. Yeah. I agree. Like, everyone feels really down-to-earth character-wise. Except, can we talk about the younger sister for a second? Yeah. You know, there's this one scene, because the sister is, like, going through a rebellious phase, Mm -hmm. and there's a scene where she's at this party, this rager. Yeah. Dude, the ADR. I don't think that girl opened her mouth once. And there was just words coming out of it. Did you notice that? Wait, what? You mean someone dubbed her voice Yes, or you can. Well, she, dubbed, probably, she probably dubbed her voice, but you can totally tell it's AER because she's not moving her mouth. And there's like words of dialogue that she's like saying. It just took me way out of the movie. I didn't notice. I was convinced. Wild. <laughs> I was convinced. She was like, leave me alone. Yeah, she wasn't talking. She was just like. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. I'll have to go back and, and watch because, yeah. I do feel like this movie, okay, it has some, you know, it has a lot of strong suits. Yes. But there are some drawbacks. Like, I would say the dialogue itself. I do think the, I think the sister storyline is very, like, that's the weakest. Yeah. Like, it could be better. It could be stronger. hmm Yeah. Also, Anne, is it Anne Marie? Mm-hmm. She kind of abandons her sister through a lot. Yeah, but I get it. It's like you don't I mean, you're not the mom, but still, you know what I mean? She's just kind of like whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it is a very interesting dynamic because she's like, you know, Anne Marie talks a lot about the mom abandoning them and yeah. like you have to do your homework, little sister. But then she's also The one that prioritizes surfing over getting her sister to school. Yeah. And she'll do whatever, but then be like, she's not home. And she'll tell her friends, she's like, why didn't she do her homework? And it's like, wait a minute. Your friends are going to be raising your little sister? I don't know. If I was one of her friends, I'd be salty. I think they kind of, they were. Yeah. But. (laughs) It's wild. What did you, what did you think of Kate Bosworth as Anne-Marie? I thought she did a good job. Um, this is, I think, her first role. And I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what else I've seen her in. Or I feel like I've heard her name. I think nowadays Kate Bosworth is more synonymous with like style icon. Mm. I, I think I know her a lot because of the fabulous clothes she wears uh, especially like twenty tens. Like, she's definitely she was like one of the girlies, like a Sienna Miller, showing up on the red carpet and stuff. Yeah, in like, like street style, street style. Um, but Kate Bosworth, after Blue Crush, had this like star trajectory. Like mm-hmm. she was eighteen when Blue Crush was filmed. I feel like the hype around her was massive, mm-hmm. and then. You know, she does Win a Date with Ted Hamilton, which is a flop, but it's a cute movie. Mm. Okay. And she is in Superman Returns as Lois Lane. That's right. Which I feel like after that, she doesn't get a role to shine in. I I can't think of any other movies Kate Bosworth has been in. Yeah. But I know after, I remember after Blue Crush, like the hype. Was very real. It was real. So she's in the Horse Whisperer in ninety eight. Mm. In two thousand, she's in Remember the Titans, and then her big break is Blue Crush. But then she's in the Rules of Attraction, Beyond the Sea, Superman Returns. She was in that like, movie Twenty One with Tom Sturges mm. or Jim Sturges, whatever the Across the Universe dude. But yeah, I she was in Still Alice in twenty fourteen. But nothing I can... Like, nothing of note. Yeah, nothing that stands out. In recent years. Yeah, she's been the face of SK2 since 2012. She's married to Justin Long. Oh, so good for her. So I know who that is. (laughs) I know. Yeah. What about uh, Michelle Rodriguez? Okay, Michelle Rodriguez is probably... Like, she stays booked and busy. She does. and She stayed booked and busy for the last 20 years, which is great. She kind of scares me. Like, she intimidates me. (laughs) Yeah, same. Like, she's one lady that if I saw her on the street, I'd be like, ah, like, I'm sure she's a fun hang, (laughs) but I know she could kick my butt. Right? I know. I don't want to piss her off. And she knows how to drive fast and furiously. I know. Yeah, she's the fast and furious girl. Is she the one in the romance with Vin Diesel? I think so. I know she like got her license on that set or something, apparently. Like that's how she learned to drive was through prison periods. Nice. And it shows on those jet skis. I know. When she whips it. I know. Like listening to her, Michelle Rodriguez talk about Blue Crush behind the scenes, it's like you can tell this woman goes all in. Like when she was talking about learning how to surf mm-hmm. and like being on the jet skis like she's just like game, which I think's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I love how she, she's pretty much maintained this kind of like act or this um like action career. Was she in the Resident Evil movie? Yes. Or she I know was. the first was, one. I think she was like a military like person. I don't know. Wow. That was stuck in the she was like the leading the gang, I'm pretty sure. Nice. So I liked her in this movie a lot. I think she was I don't know, she plays like that level headed, like cool chick. I liked her. Yeah. She's kind of a tough cookie too yeah what did we think of matthew davis as matt i mean i I feel like i've seen him in so many things really i like what um well other than legally blonde he was in the vampire diaries i knew you were gonna say that i was like what like when i see this man i'm like that's warner yeah that's Pooh Bear and Legally Blonde. That's it. That's all I know him from. Yeah. Which, like, it was hard for me to kind of like him in this, only because I feel like he's in these douchebag roles. Does he play that in The Vampire Diaries? Yeah. Well, at first, you like him, and then I think he just, he turns bad somehow. I don't know. There's drama, and you can't trust, I don't know. It's kind of like in Legally Blonde, like, the facade, you know, you're like, oh, he seems like a sweet boy, and then it turns out he's a douchebag, so... I was waiting for that to happen, but it didn't. So it was kind Man. of the opposite. I was like, oh, wow, he's going to be a douchebag. And I was like, oh, no, he's actually really nice. I thought he did a really good job of playing someone so sweet. Yeah. But not being like saccharine. Like he, he never like verges that line of just being like fake. Yeah. Although his note, I felt like his note was a little over the top where he was like, Order as much room service as you want so they can give the maids a raise. I'm like, I don't think it's going to work like that, buddy, but that's sweet. Yes. <laughs> like, you don't have millions right now, do you? Or you know what I mean? He seems like pretty early in his career. I don't yeah. know. But what do I know? I mean, his logic seems a little a little weird, but yeah, his heart's in the right place. Yeah, his heart's in the right place. <laughs> um, It's yeah. just so wild seeing him in anything except... The Legally Blonde role. Yeah. What did you think? Were you, like... Did it take you out of it at all? Were you... It didn't, but it's so weird. It's like seeing someone you know on screen almost. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But I I liked it. I liked their romance. It seemed... Like, at first, I was really, like, weirded out by seeing him. Yeah. Just, like, being like, oh, we're supposed to really fall for him. Yeah. I wasn't sure. you know, we... You know, Anne-Marie is the main character. She's a protagonist. So, of course, we're seeing things through her lens. So, we're going to have to buy Pooh Bear in this role. And Mm -hmm. I I did, actually. I like how at first, though, she doesn't give him the time of day. And then, like, the first time he sees her, because she works at this hotel. That's her, that's, like, how she makes her money, right? Her and her friends... Her roomies. They surf by... They get up in the morning to surf, and then they work. And then they work. As maids. As maids in a hotel. A very fancy, schmancy hotel. With the cutest maid outfits. Yes. Actually, yes. I don't really like... Usually like maid outfits. But I'm like, you know what? That's actually kind of cute. Maybe (laughs) I'll be a maid. You know, maybe... But you see the stuff they have to deal with. And I love... When she calls out, like, I think it's room 315 or whatever room it is, and, like, publicly shames the dude on the beach. Yes. It's, like, a condom and, you know, she, like, throws all the, like, the objects at him. Yeah. She's like, this is how you, like, take care of this business. But I just love that she just is like, I, I'm not just going to take this. I'm going to do something about it. Yes. She does get fired, but yes, I love the Which I don't think that's fair. It could have been worse. She just showed him how to throw away his trash. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it could have been, she could have like totally been like, you vomited on the floor. You missed the toilet. She could have really gone down the list of things and really embarrassed him more, I think. Yeah. You think she should have gone harder? Yeah. I mean, that room was a mess. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It was. And he's like a grown man. He's not. You know what I mean? For sure. Uh, That's a on loves character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And apparently, apparently they, when they shot that scene of them cleaning the disgusting room, the reaction shots, like they didn't tell the actors what they were going to look at before. So the reaction shots were like in real time. Oh, wow. Just fun. That's great. I wonder if that girl was really like freaking out over the used condom (laughs) Then She's like, get it on. Oh, man, what what would you do if you, like, I could never be a maid. I'm grossed out by things like that. I can't even, I'm like. Maybe I just quit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know me. I'm like, you know Ashley Olsen's character in New York Minute, like, using the public restroom? Uh-huh. How she's, like, so grossed out by everything and, like, won't touch anything? That's yeah. me, so I could never be a maid. I mean, I probably, I mean, I have done things, like, before in like this is crazy because i've worked retail but i've had to clean up vomit and like diarrhea and that's really gross but like i feel like i've already been a maid (laughs) working at a a woman's retail store women's retail starbucks yeah children vomit on the floor i've lived it how do you no. cope? How do you? You just black out. You go to you take you go to your happy place. You just don't think about it. You hold your breath and then you get it done as quickly as possible. Spray a bunch of chemicals, bleach, gloves, and then wash your hands. Oh, I feel like I would be like Anne Marie being like, no, no, we gotta we gotta shame I we gotta shame some people. I do love this energy. I think some people need to be shamed. Like if you're gonna leave a hotel room like that, you should be ashamed. So you've never wrecked a hotel? No, I always try to be respectful, throw things like away as much as possible. Yeah, I'm definitely not like a messy hotel person, but Yeah. I've stayed with people that are a little more messy. It's a turnoff. It's an ick. It's an ick. Yeah. Not that you have to like make the bed though. That's that's also an ick in the other direction. If you're like to go too far, you don't have to like put like chocolates on the pillow on your own pillow. Like you know the people that are almost like. See, I make my bed in hotels. I'm a good person. Yeah, but what else are they doing? Why are they overcompensating? I know. Probably because they tip ten percent. I don't know. Probably. There's oh. always a catch. Yeah. Oh. But not with, uh I want to say Warner. Not with Matt. Matt no. tonight. Not with Matt. But I love that that's how the, the first time he sees her, right? And then he, how, he sees her again somewhere and is like, I want surf lessons from you. I'll pay you. And she says no. Yeah. And then Michelle Rodriguez is like, you dummy. Yeah. And then like they're, I love the scene where they like try to drive to catch up with him after she's like, no. And her friends are like, how much? How much for the lesson? Just in their Jeeps. The most like early 2000s rugged Jeeps. Yeah. I don't know. It's exciting. They're going against the traffic and people are beeping at them and they almost get into accidents. It's great. Oh, and then he, because at the hotel they charge, what is $150? Yeah. In an hour? Yeah. Because she sells herself short. She's like 30 bucks or like 15. (laughs) But he's like willing to pay and like all the all the football friends are yeah. also willing to pay. Which I love how like her friends thinks it's going to be like like he's going to have hot friends. Yes. <laughs> She's like y'all got friends? I think it's um Sonoy Lake. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's like you got some friends? She's like yes. And then they're like oh, just kidding. Yeah. It's a little bit of a bummer, but uh yeah. He's like the only... He's like the star football player, I guess. He's the only attractive one on the team, it seems. Obviously. Obviously, he's a star because he's the hottest. Yeah. That's my logic. Can't have anyone dull in his sparkle. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, what did you think of Matt as the boyfriend? Like, did you buy into this since you've seen more of him? Did you buy this? I did. Overall, yes. I mean, at first, I was skeptical but, I, I mean, yeah. He seems like a chill dude. He's not asking for a lot. You know what I mean? He's just kind of there. He doesn't pressure her into anything. <laughs> he chases her into the water when she runs, like, fully clothed into the water. He fully chases her in. If you, If someone chases you all the way in the water for no reason, that, you know, that's a good sign. If they're, like... Can we talk about that scene? Yeah. So... You know, throughout the course of their budding romance. Yeah. Like, basically, Matt shows Anne-Marie this, like, world. She doesn't know if, like, room service and going on little dates. And she shows him surf spots that the locals really give him a hard time for. Yeah. But at the end, she overhears in the bathroom some girls making fun of her. Mm-hmm. Um... And basically, she gets upset and runs out into the water. Yeah. Like, fully clothed. And he... You you would think the scene's going to, like, build and it's going to be this big to-do. But it's actually, like, a lot of the noise and the sound The farther into the water she goes. It gets quieter. Mm -hmm. And when he comes into the water fully clothed, it kind of... The way that you sound in this is very interesting. Because it's like this whole time... The sound is interesting because you hear like heartbeats a lot. Mm -hmm. And this is like a really quiet scene a little bit. And she's like talking about her problems. And he's kind of like, what do you want from me? Yeah, Because she talks about like her abandonment issues and her mom and like, are you for real? And basically, instead of it being super dramatic or on the other direction being like, I will love you forever. He's kind of just like. What do you want from me? Yeah, he's like, well, "What? What is it that you want?" Yeah. So I, I like I thought that was a very interesting, especially like in a otherwise like teen movie of sorts. Yeah, there's of, like nothing like drama wise. I know. No, I was expecting there to be drama. I don't know if it's also from seeing like, um, like just recently seeing the new Jennifer Lawrence like movie, the No Hard the Feelings. No Hard feelings. Yeah, you know, because there's a dramatic. Running into the water scene. Way different scene, but, yes, you know, you just, like, when people run into the water, you just expect drama. You know what, that movie, I think it's an interesting. It's interesting when, like, the stakes aren't but so high, mm-hmm. at least with the romance portion. Yeah. Because, like, in No Hard Feelings, like, there is a part of me that kind of wants, spoiler alert, wants me, like, wants them to get together. Yeah. I know it's an odd pairing, but I kind of <laughs> ship it. Yeah, same. In a weird way. But like, you know, it's not going to happen. Like, they don't go like that. Yeah. Um, And in this movie, they don't go the whole route of like, we're going to figure something out and be together. He's just kind of like, the stakes aren't even that high when you think about it. Right? Because he's Mm-mm. coming into town. He's probably, he's like on vacation. So he's not even probably going to stay there very long. I don't think she has mm-hmm. a, like high expectations. She's just going along for the ride but but i think at, at a certain point but she does talk about like where is it going yeah where is this going yeah and he's like what do you want from me i do think that it's an interesting yeah take on that because usually you get some resolution and then this you don't like they don't even like break up after this yeah we don't even know what happens honestly because they don't actually have that discussion in front of us they're not like you know what, I think I'm going to stay in Hawaii, or I'm going to come back here, or whatever. It's, like, not... They just, He shows up to her competition. Mm-hmm. And they, like, hug and kiss, and yeah. he's, like, supportive. Yeah, which is good. But, like, yeah. yeah, it's, like... Just how the guy should be. Like, I think this was, like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, no crazy drama. The drama was on, like... It was in the water. It was in the waves. The waves. Those were some crazy waves. Yes. Which... Is this true according to imdb that like final scene the stunt double is actually for kate bosworth is a pro surfer man in a blonde wig okay i think it's partly true okay Okay, because i had to look this up too and i'm like no way because i know that um kate bosworth had a um stunt double and it was i want to say rochelle Ballard. So she was the stunt double, but where is it? Because I read this too. I think it was in the final take. Like it, I think it was um maybe the long shot. Definitely not the close up. No, but, no, no. But they do transpose her face. I think onto the girl's body. Yes, and the man's body. From what I read, they, they, no, no, no way. You got, you no. I don't know. Maybe my source is wrong. Role. Hold on. I love how this is the lore of Blue Crush. It's like, was that a man? Yeah. Well, I don't, I think, oh, it's in here somewhere. I think it's here. Heard a surf instructor, da, 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 close calls. There was a man in a wig at some point that, yes. So that that part is true. But I think she also had them. they just, however they cut it, they did a good job. But I, I think, you know, the end, like when she's like, do you mean like when she has her fist in yes. the air? Okay. I think that, I want to say that's. It has to be her, the other double. Like I'm thinking, is it the lady or is it the man? I don't know. I gotta rewatch because I I did have this feeling that her face looked really like different. Like it like her body looked a little taller or something. Like something wasn't quite adding up. Like the way she was smiling, like something felt off. Like maybe like you know how AI drawings or something. You know what I mean? Like that feeling. You're like, why do I feel that? Um. Like Uncanny Un- Valley? Yeah, it was like an Uncanny Valley, but I'm like, it looks pretty legit. But it's only there for a few seconds anyways. And then she's on the cover of the magazine. But it still felt kind of wrong. And maybe that's why. Because it was like, that's, I really wanted it to be Kate Boss. was wild. I know I did too. I but mean, I know that's not possible. Like when you see that final scene at the end. Yeah. There's like no way an actor, even with a couple months of like rehearsal time could do that. How do you stay balanced on your board and lift your hand in the air and smile? Like, per, like, yeah, you would have to be a pro. Would yeah. You, I have some fun facts yeah. about one of the pro surfers. Lay it on, on me. There. There's okay. so many pro surfers. It's such a fun, like, little nod. I, um, not that I knew any of them. because yes. I'm not into it, but. Yeah, I know nothing about surfing or pro surfers, but I do love how it, like, this movie incorporates real surfers. Like it's not just like we're gonna try to portray this without any actual knowledge, you know. Like it's like you see people really ripping the waves, like which is so awesome. Yeah. Um, but that injury in the beginning, that guy that, with like the gash yes. was on, on the reef was real. Yes, they were like filming it, and I guess decided to keep that. But that's scary. That's another thing I think. Like surfing in Hawaii versus like here. I don't think we have reefs like that, or maybe we do, but not. Well, the water in general, there's there's a conflict that I have with Ugh. being too in the water. But like surfing is really cool, so I get it. But I feel like you have to respect the water. Like the water's so unpredictable. Yeah, like you can get hurt. We don't know the water. We don't. We haven't even explored a lot of the the ocean. That's true. Just think what's under there. Yeah, <laughs> the alien. The aliens are under there. Um, but um. One of the pro surfers, Keela, Keila Kennedy, is that, is that her? Am I saying this right? No, Keila Keila Kennelly, sorry. So Keila Ken- Kennelly, gosh, why is that so hard to say? It's a it's lot like of tongue twister. Keila Kennelly. Um, but so she tried out for the role of Anne Marie and um, also for like Michelle Rodriguez, her characters. Role is it Lena? Maybe or, Eden or Eden? Eden. Okay. Anyway, she tried out, but they wanted like real actors, I guess, to play the main roles. Um, and she kind of botched the audition. Mm-hmm. But then they later decided they're like, you know what? Actually, we want to see you like have like a huge wipeout on one of the waves. Like, we'll pay you for it. And she was like, oh, I get paid, or I do this all the time without getting paid. Like, I get wiped out all the time on the wave. Why not? Yeah, I'll be in the movie. Sure. And then, I guess, um Sanoy Lake, because they're friends. And she's friends. um Keela's friends with, like, a lot of the surfers on set. A lot of the female surfers, anyways. Like, the, basically, like, the stunt doubles and stuff. So, she really just wanted to be involved in this project. She's like, everyone else is getting involved. I want to be involved. And she was at, like, the height of her career at the time, pretty much. Oh, wow. So. It was just a good time. But, so, Sanoy said, like, you guys really need to get KK to, like, Like, get some shots of her on the pipe waves. Like, she's one of the best, like, you've got to get, like, those shots. If those shots are what you want, you should have her do those. And they were like, okay. Um, And so they decided to give her, like, a bigger role. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And then, like, I guess after filming was done, they had to figure out a way to introduce the character. Because they didn't do that yet. And then they added that scene, like, the gas station scene where they're like, oh, my gosh, that's Kayla Kennedy. Oh, the the Billabong. Is she wearing Billabong or yeah, Quicksilver? I think so. I want to say it's Billabong. With the tinted sunglasses. She looks like the blonde girl from S Club 7. Yeah. I know. At first, I didn't know who that was. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. I was like, is this Jodie Foster? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, she looks straight up, looks like the blonde chick from S Club 7. Oh. Uh, it was a party. Yeah. S Club. They were saying that in the in <laughs> They the, should have added the that. <laughs> they should have added that to the soundtrack. This is a fun soundtrack. It's so fun. Yeah, you know, what did you think of the soundtrack? It, it was it was a good time. Like I loved how they just would use the soundtrack and like have like montages. Like there's um it's like a Moby song, I think. Like when they have a cleaning montage when they're all working at the hotel. Um it is such a time capsule as far as like every single needle drop. Yes. Oh, it's Jam for the Ladies. It's a jam for the ladies. Oh, oh. I don't know that. that <laughs> Who was fun. sings that? Um, Angie Stone and MC Light. Ah. But it's like Moby, so he like remixed it, I guess. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I like thought it was so funny. Well, of course, the youth of a nation when that comes on, and I'm like, whoa! I haven't see- I heard this song in 20 years. Mm. Um, but at the end. I remember it was always on commercials as a kid, that song where it's like, everybody's got that something. <laughs> yes. Everybody's like, got that something. And it's like, at the ending scene, I'm like, what? <laughs> but I like, it's such a time capsule of like, just 2002 music. Yeah. Which, you know what else is a time capsule? What? The fashion. The fashion, Can yes. we talk about the clothes in... And all the fashion bits in Blue Crush. Yes. So Susan Matheson was a costume designer. And it's the most 2002 surfy style movie I've, I've ever seen. Yeah. Just so many swimsuits, so many bikinis. And board shorts. I am pro board shorts. I low key am like ready to go out and buy a pair right now. It, you know, I think this movie really makes a case for females wearing board shorts. Mm-hmm. but also, you know that episode of Sex in the City when she goes to the Hamptons? Yes, and is wearing those board shorts. That's where my mind went. Yeah, those two make a really strong case for board shorts, yeah, I'm convinced. Yes, but like so much, um, which made me think of being a kid and like growing up, and the only thing I know about surf sort of culture. but so much, roxy and billabong and yes. silver and when they hang out with the skaters all the Vulcan. yep which there's such a line and i remember just like growing up i'd just be like wanting to wear all of it and always going to the surf shop but not surfing but not surf. i know exactly what you mean i know i have like billabong i don't know why i didn't think to wear it today but i have yeah. like a billabong shirt i even have like a rash guard i do nice. not surf. rash guards can be fashionable though like it makes me think of there. i think in 1999 Giselle Bundchen, you know, when she was like just starting out mm. and gaining popularity, she has, she does a show where she has like the hair in the ponytail and it's all like, you know, like late 90s, early 2000s chrome from like head to toe pretty much. Yeah. She has on that rash guard with the little purse. Ooh. It gives me those vibes. And also Chanel in 2002, I guess, came out with their like surf line. Oh, fancy. Which people keep talking about on on the internet and there's like articles about it in reference to Blue Crush, but I can't find it. Like I can kind of find like on eBay, like an item for sale, like a shirt or something. But there's this, this lore about like the Chanel 2002 surf collection. But you can't find it? You you can find, you can find it to purchase but you i can't find like if evidence yeah i can't find evidence except like in recent years cardi b has worn it really yeah but i can't find it in like 2002 yeah i know what you're saying so it's a mystery to me but odd yeah but i'm pro like (laughs) beach wear looks in this movie like i love kate bosworth's everything her outfits, they seem very, like, effortless and comfortable. And, like, I love the idea of just wearing a bikini all willy-nilly, but not it being a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, I don't know. Bikini and board shorts is the way I want to go. Or, like, I they have sarongs, too, at a certain point. Or even her dress, I think, is super cute with the low cut. Like, it's, like, um, a I guess, bodycon, would you say? Or- I don't know, but it's, like, form-fitting for sure. It's form-fitting. It's, like, that low... It It was... It was like very 2002, like very early 2000s, but it was like the lowest like V, Yeah, which I feel like was really big. But not too crazy. Like I feel like a lot of clothes nowadays are cut weird, especially if you're like part of the itty bitty committee. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, you know, it looks like the, that was just structured slightly or something. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Not just like a free-for-all? Yeah. For sure. I don't know. I love the low-rise jeans in this film. I also love there's this one, Kate Bosworth is wearing these like low-rise flares Mm. and she was lacing them up. Yes. But properly, like not like, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if we have them today where you properly have to lace them up, but it was, it was giving. I have a pair from 2000, like literally from like maybe, it would have to be like, Maybe two thousand five or six or something. But they like lace. They're just like that. Wow, it's such a mood. I love it. <sighs> yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen any. I've seen some similar, but I don't know. But do you have to properly lace them? That's up? That's how they stay on. I think I think they didn't make them like that, but they're expensive or something because they're like retro or you know what I mean. Like I've seen some. I don't know. Like designer, like indie designers do that kind of stuff, but they charge like one hundred and fifty bucks or something. Gotcha. But not in your like. Not you can't just go to J C Penney. <laughs> Who goes to J C Penney? I used to. I think I got my 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 pants there. I feel like J C Penney's back in the day used to have at least like mud. Yeah, they're they are. I'm pretty sure they're either mud or rocks. They're like one of those like, or like L E I. You know, like one of those like mid tier, mid tier, but still solid jeans. True religion. (laughs) I don't know. True religion is kind of fancy, though, I guess. I guess it's like you're getting higher and higher. Yeah. I don't know. Like nowadays, denim, I'm just like, I know mother denim is very good. Very expensive, but very good. Mother denim? People love mother denim. Is it just mother or is it mother denim? I mean, it's called mother, but it's mother denim. Okay. Got it. Or uh, like page jeans are great. Hmm. But- I don't know, well, We're them. talking about denim. I'm like, mud is all I know. You just know mud. You're just <laughs> mentally in 2002. Yep. You're like, I lace my jeans up. <laughs> I do. Jeans hang low and you lace them up. Exactly. Back in my day. And my thong hangs out. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, Kate Bosworth is really the star of this. I think it's so funny, but it's so fitting that she would turn out to be like such a fashion icon. Mm-hmm or, like, a style girly from a movie that's not... It is a fashion film in the sense that it's a lot of swimwear. Yeah. And it it is iconic, but it's just really funny that, like, Kate Bosworth basically can just wear a bikini, and it's like, you're like, yes, fashion. I know. But she does. Have you seen her 2023 Roxy campaign? No. So this year, Kate Bosworth did a Roxy campaign what? and it is a, a nod, a wink and a nod to Blue Crush. But yeah, what are your thoughts on the Kate Bosworth Roxy campaign? Ooh, wow. She looks fabulous. Ooh, <gasps> these swimsuits. Oh, my God. These swimsuits are like, I don't even know if the people can see, but it's. I mean, okay, it is very 2000s in a way. Okay, there's lace-up board shorts, which are, they're orange and pink. And there's, like, this bikini. It has these, um like, hibiscus flowers, like, print, which is also very, very 2000s. Very Blue Crush. Yeah. Love the platform sandals. Oh, they're, like, rainbow. I mean, it is a very cute collection. I'm not going to lie. No, very, very cute. I love it. Yeah. Anything else about the fashion? Did anything else stand out to you? Not really. Just there, there's a lot of like sportswear, like just like you said, like Roxy and Quicksilver. Billabong, Billabong stood out to me, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't look too closely at the fashion to be honest, because I was really, I feel like I was so into the the story. I guess surprisingly, I don't know the, okay. the character development. Of Anne-Marie. Now, I really enjoyed this movie, though. Yeah. It, I liked it. Any other thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, I liked the message. Like, she didn't have to win the competition at the end, but she still had, like, a... She defeated... Like, she conquered her fear. And I think that was a good takeaway. Because it was realistic, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be kind of crazy if she won against, like, a really advanced, like, competitive surfer like you know what i mean it'd be a little far-fetched not impossible but yeah she still gets to be on the magazine yeah and that was kind of it was one of her things in her rant to matt is that like a woman surfer is not on a magazine yeah kate bosworth changing the game no (laughs) kate bosworth yeah yeah i like this film a lot i give it eight out of ten rash guards. 8 out of 10 rash guards. I also give it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. I want to say surfboards, but I feel like that's so obvious. 8 out of 10 used condoms. <laughs> I know. I was going to say. Yeah, that's so gross. Oh. that's. I don't know what else to say. That's all? <laughs> cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.